What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Championship Leadership Podcast. This is your host, Nate Bailey. And uh, before we get into this episode today, uh, for all information on what I'm up to and what's going on in my world, all of the other episodes that we have inside of Championship Leadership Podcast, please go to my website, natebaileyspeaks.com. And with that, I want to introduce our guest today. I had a fun, fun time with this gentleman. He's out of San Diego, California, originally from South Philadelphia. It feels like I've had three or four uh, men and women from South Philly or the Philly area in the past few weeks, which is awesome. Today's guest, Dave Daly, the monster motivator. Just an amazing story. Just a very unique upbringing, overcoming the odds, continuing to persevere. We talked a lot about uh, what he's up to and, and the lessons that he's learned throughout his life. You can find out more about Dave at Dave Daly, and that's D-A-L-E-Y-M-M. Uh, so Dave Daly M-M is his handle for most of it, the major social network platforms such as Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, you name it. You can also go to his website, DaveDalyMM.com. So without further ado, is I believe what they say, we're going to get you over to Dave Daly. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Championship Leadership Podcast. We got uh, Dave Daly here from San Diego, California today. Uh, appreciate you being here, man. Thank you. Hey, man. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate the invite. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I always love kicking our conversation off with this, the first question, Championship Leadership is the name of the podcast. What comes to mind for you or what does that mean to you when you hear Championship Leadership? It's so, it's so interesting, man. I just did a post on my social media this morning about really? leadership. Yeah. And, it's, and to me, leadership and what I, what I posted, and I truly mean this, is a, a leader needs to create that 3D vision, purpose, and goals. You, mm. need to be able to, you need to be able to leave enough breadcrumbs, right, that now they can start to follow, they can start to envision, they can start to picture it, and then they can decide whether or not they're going to buy into this, whether yeah. or not, it's not about you forcing them. It's about having the confidence, the inner confidence, um, knowing that this is the 3D vision, right? This is the 3D purpose. This is, 
These are the goals that we're going to now go after. You have the choice. Either come along or that's okay. You can move somewhere else. And, and I, think, uh, I think that's really the key when it comes to leadership. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Yeah, sometimes easier said than done, but, uh, but yeah, that's the vision, purpose, and goals. I love that. I just wrote that down. So tell us a little bit more about you. So you've got Dave Daly, the monster motivator. Like, how, how did you get to where you are? I know on your, I was uh, taking a look at your website and your story, incredible story, ton of experience in the business world. Just like many entrepreneurs, you've, you've taken some lumps, but you always continue to rise to the top, continue to move forward. So maybe you could just let us know a little bit more about you, your path, and how you've gotten to where you are today and what you're up to today. Yeah, man. I'll bring you all the way to the very beginning. Awesome. I was put up for adoption at birth. First 18 months of my life, I was in an orphanage in North mm-hmm. Philly. I'm from the East Coast. Probably takes people about three seconds to realize that. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's right. <laughs> and uh, left back in the second grade, diagnosed with ADD, said I had a learning disorder, never graduated high school. At 19, I'm sitting in a jail cell looking at eight to 10 if things don't go my way. Um, and that's just the first 19 years. But I was I was fortunate enough to have been brought up and raised in that push-pull environment, meaning um, that the professionals said there must be something wrong with me. I must be broke because I can't learn in that cookie-cutter mode. Mm-hmm. But my mom um, never bought into that. She never, she never um, accepted that. And she, not only didn't she accept that, she would tell me from the time that I could remember that I was a gift from God, Right that mm-hmm. whatever I wanted to do, I could do. So I, again, that push-pull um, environment. But yeah, so uh, take it a step further. Over the last 20 plus years, I've been fortunate enough to have built and sold three companies in three different industries. But more importantly, I also crashed one to the ground. And uh, when I speak from stage and I have that intro and we do the Q&A after Everyone wants to know two things. Why am I sitting in a jail cell at 19? And what business did I crash to the ground? And I think that's so important for entrepreneurs, business owners, personal brands to understand the environment, the the landscape that we live in now. People want, in order for you to relate, the transparency is that vehicle, right? And in order to be transparent, you have to be able to embrace your journey, right? So the things that I learned in that business, losing a half a million dollars in that business that I crashed to the ground, there, Nate, there's not a university in this world that could have taught me what I learned in that period of time. Yeah, absolutely. What are some of the biggest lessons that you learned from that? Oh, man. So people ask me, especially, so it was a restaurant, it was a burger joint, right? And what I tell people, uh, and it was local here, so I, would, I ran into a lot of people after the fact, and people would say, man, how did you, know, how did you bounce back from that so quick? How were you able to, to just keep moving forward? And here's what I, I did. And I tell this to people, and it's so important, and you can only answer this for yourself. I asked my, when I closed the doors, I asked myself this question, and only I can answer the, the truth. If I didn't do it at that time, would I regret it? And if my answer was yes, I won. And my answer was yes. Now I can move on. I'm good, right? Yeah. Because I don't want to leave with regrets. That's mm-hmm. So 
if I didn't do it at that time, honestly, I would have regretted it. So, yeah. so I'm good. And, and also understanding, right, where I did go wrong, right? And owning that. And here's what I tell people is my other businesses, I followed this recipe. Identify your strengths and identify your weaknesses so you can enhance those weaknesses with the people and the systems, right? So now you can triple down on your strengths. With the restaurant, I thought I had that all in place and I didn't. So learning what I didn't do, right, yeah. before is a huge lesson. But the other, the main lesson is that is that regret. Mm-hmm. You can answer that question. Look yourself in the mirror. You won. Yeah, that's a critical question to ask when you did, right? Because I think a lot of people don't, they tend not to worry about the regret until it's like too late, right? When they're at towards the end of their life and, and they're looking back and, and now they're thinking about it, right? Now they're wishing they would have done something differently. But to, to have the perspective to ask in that moment is a powerful place to be. Yeah, and it's interesting. It just, it, where did it come from? I don't yeah. know. It just came to me. You know, it just came. And I think also, I think another big, big key to success in life, personal and professional, what I've learned being on this planet this long, is when you approach things with pure intention, you you will win. Eventually, you will win. So I think that's so key. Yeah, absolutely. Who are some of the championship leaders, coaches, mentors that you've had that have impacted your life? And really more so, you know, what is it about those folks, the characteristics, the traits? What have you taken to help mold who you are as a person, as a leader? Man, it's awesome. Awesome. Um, I got the chills, man, because that's my, that's my main keynote. I have yeah. a 90 minute keynote. It's called the Tommy story. Okay. okay? And I'll give everyone a, a quick overview of what it is. So I'm, um, Born and raised in Jersey. My family's from South Philly. When I got uh, kicked out of high school, you know, it took me a little while, but I realized I had the entrepreneurial DNA. But before that, when I got kicked out of high school, I went home. My dad said, uh, uh, and, and, and just give you a little context of this, I was adopted at 18 months old, but my parents had adopted me were in their 40s. So they were two generations ahead. I was blessed to be raised with that World War II generation. He was 82nd Airborne, World War II. So his philosophy was, lace up your boots, get to work. Nobody wants to hear it. So uh, when I came home and said that I got kicked out of high school, and he says, all right, so now what? How are you going to pay your bills? What are you going to do? And I thought, that's a good question. (laughs) What am I going to do? So um, anyway, fast forward the clock. My parents had, my dad had retired. He moved up to upstate Pennsylvania. I wasn't going to go up there in the middle of nowhere. So I wound up renting a room for my buddy's mom. And long story short, I was in construction and I did everything, man. Framing, block work, brick work, um, iron workers union, laborers union, landscaping, you name it. If it was physical, I did it. So we were in a, a huge downturn. Banks weren't lending. I mean, construction was drying up. At that time, there was no internet. That's how old I am. So I'm going through a, the help wanted ads, right? I need yeah. to make some, I need to eat, right? Yeah. I need to pay some bills. And I'm just going through this, this uh, help wanted. And all of a sudden I see this uh, ad and it says outside sales, 
no experience necessary, and we'll train. I'm like, outside, I don't even know what that is. But <laughs> right. I know one thing, I have no experience, and they're willing to train me. Let me try this. Yeah, Long right. story short, I answered the ad. Never in my life, I had no idea what to do. I'm scared to death. I'm in the, I, I answered the ad, and it winds up to be a, um, a local company that sells copiers and fax machines B2B. Okay. Mm-hmm. I answer this ad. I go down the next day and I'm sitting in the lot. I'm shaking. Like, I don't know <laughs> what to do. I don't belong here. Right. Yeah. Everyone looks so successful. They got suits on and right. Long story <laughs> short, the owner of the company, his name is Tommy. And when I went in for the interview, the general manager or the yeah, general manager at the time, Mike was interviewing me. He stopped the interview like 10 minutes in. And, and I'm just answering the best I can. I have no idea, Nate, what, yeah. if I'm, what I'm doing, right? Right. All of a sudden, he, he goes, I'll be right back, leaves. Here comes Tommy. He introduced him. Tommy's the owner. Now, I'm from the East Coast. I'll give everyone a little visual of Tommy. Tommy was a combination of Danny DeVito and uh, Joe Pesci. <laughs> so so Tommy it. would give you that look, right? Yeah. And you'd, just, you'd start to shake. So <laughs> long story short, Tommy saw something in me and he saw himself in me and I saw Tommy. I saw me and Tommy 15 years ahead. Here's why. Tommy was a kid from the neighborhood that wasn't supposed to make it. And you know what I saw, Nate? I saw that Tommy's company, everyone that worked for Tommy had the degrees on the wall, right? Yeah. Tommy had the degree from the street. Mm -hmm. And then so then he taught me how to be able to, I, I was doing 40 to 50 cold calls a day in center city, Philly, right? He yeah. taught me how to do that. He taught me how to be able to walk into any business, any residential home, look you in the eye, shake your hand, introduce myself and share with you how I can help you. That is the 30,000 foot view of the Tommy story. Yeah. I love it. That's great. Yeah. Do you, uh, is he still around? Do you- you know what? Here's I, I don't. I'm, he probably is, but okay. I've been out here, and that was that was uh, 1989, yeah, 90. Okay. So, um, and I worked for him for a while, and then moved on. Sure. Um, and we left on good terms. But here's what's funny because people ask that too. No, I didn't stay in contact. Yep. If Tommy was listening right now, or in the audience when I'm doing a keynote, and I share that story, you know, he would he come up and he go. What are, you, what are you talking about? I didn't, you know, like he had no, yeah. it's just who he was, right? Right, he, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I literally, for the first two weeks, I'm in his car and we go to business to business and I just, he goes, look, kid, just listen to what I'm saying. Just follow my lead. Like, I, all right. <laughs> I'm behind him like this and he's, he's doing the pitch. Then he come, then we get back in the car and then he coached me, right? Yeah, right. And then he just threw me out to the, to the wolves it says, yeah. ah, you'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. That's a great story. What's, uh, what's ahead for you? What's the, what's the vision and the impact that you want to make? I think championship leaders got great vision and, and this courage to be able to take action on that. What, uh, what's ahead for you? Maybe short term, next five, 10 years. What are you up to and what's the impact you want to make? Oh, man. So I'm glad you asked me that. Right behind me, the, uh, the pit crew. Uh, I've anybody that knows me or follows me, um, for any length of time, I'm a huge animal advocate. I love animals and 
particularly dogs and particularly um, I'm a pit bull um, advocate and, and uh-huh. supporter. We have a, a, this company that we're just launching and starting to build, and it's going to be a, a reality show. And it's going to be based around educating and uh, locating and, and breaking up uh, underground fighting rings. Okay. Eight dogs yeah. and uh, abuse cases, ignorance cases. And, and we have a whole uh, business plan behind it. Uh, we just launched our Facebook group uh, about a week ago. We have over 400, we're right around 400 members right now. And uh, so we're, um, that's, that's my, um, that's my jam, man. So for that's the great. next, uh, and that's going to be, uh, that's going to be completely uh, married to my personal brand, Dave Daly, Monster Motivator. And uh, so we have a lot of great things coming up with that. That's awesome. So yeah, w- w- where did that come from? Where did the, where's this love for, for animals, pit bulls, dogs? You know what? From? And now I'll take you all the way back to the very yeah. beginning as well. So my mom and dad has now since passed away. And that they're, uh, my second keynote is the power of perception. The reason I say that is when my, so my dad passed away right at the end of uh, 2016 and my mom passed away four months later in the beginning of 2017, okay? And after my mom passed away, I, uh, I actually, you know, I had to go through all their stuff and take care of everything. And I found this, this box and it had the information on the adoption agency in North Philly and all this information. Long story short, I'm going through the box and I see this note, handwritten note, from the orphanage to my mom and they were i guess given a little bit of back explanation on on me and i guess my personality i don't know and they and in that note it just says and every time a dog or an animal comes up on the screen i guess the tv or something like that he just smiles (laughs) you know so i i can explain it this way man it's just in my dna yeah i i just i love I love animals and, and have always connected. And uh, uh, the reason that pit bulls are, and I've been in this, if I don't know if you can see this. Yeah, or I can not. see it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but but I don't know if this right here okay. is, yeah. is taken. So I, um, that was, that was my dog, Wyatt. I competed with him up and down the East coast and weight pulling agility, bite work. I work with the Philly police department and uh, canine units and things like that. It's, it, that's been a huge passion of mine. So I've been in that, dog world in many different levels in so many areas. And then on top of that, I've owned and operated uh, and sold a fire restoration business back East. So I've spent 17 years in the most violent cities that this country knows. Camden, Newark, North Philly, Southwest Philly, uh, Trenton. And if anybody wants to Google Camden, New Jersey in, in the 90s, it was the most violent city per capita. So yeah. Uh, I've seen some, some pretty wild stuff. So for me, where this really stems from is the love of animals. I love pit bulls because I believe, Nate, that every human being should strive to be what a good pit bull is. That is courageous, loyal, dead game. That means do or die yeah. with a huge heart. Yeah. If you could, if you could hit those four marks, I consider you a pit bull. That's why in every business, it's, it's part of my uh, brand. And then to take it even a step further is I want to educate. I want to turn the lights on 
for these underground dogfighting rings and particularly bait dogs, where they come from and the abuse that that goes that's involved in all this. And most people don't realize that a lot of these bait dogs come from the free uh, Craig's list pictures that people put up for their dogs and then also pulled right from their backyard or from their cars. Right. So their pets, yeah. their family members become these bait dogs and it's uh it's horrendous stuff. So yeah. um, wow. that's where it really stems for me. And, that, and so we're actually, my, I have um, with my show brand builder TV, which you're going to be on. Yeah. Uh, we have, we've had some uh, awesome uh, military ex military uh, Navy SEALs, special forces, green berets. So I have, I have a real good friend of mine, 22 years force recon, uh, Robert Blanton. So I have really great access to those type of people that we want to put together ground soldiers on top of this and literally work with local law enforcement to really make a big difference, both on the, the physical and the digital world. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. I love it. Yeah. What is uh, what's a, what's a turning point or a critical moment in your life? Kind of that fork in the road moment where obviously you made the decision you have because it's got you where you are today, but it had you not, you know, things could look very different for you. I think a lot of listeners, business owners, entrepreneurs are probably in that spot and it does. It takes, it takes courage as a leader to be able to listen to that intuition, that gut, whatever you want to call it, yes. to know which way to go and then to own it and execute on it. Yeah, is there a moment that kind of sticks out for you that you could share? Yeah, there's actually two. Yeah. Um, actually a few, but the first one is definitely sitting and sitting, finding myself in a jail cell at 19 years old. Yeah. And once I got through that, that kept me out of so much trouble that I would have got in, right? Because yeah. I experienced that and it's a dark, dark place, man. Yeah. Um, so I did not want to go back there. So yeah. that, right, at 19, 20, 21 years old, definitely, definitely shifted me, number one. Number two, another, and I have this in my book called uh, Fearless is Bullshit, is my motorcycle accident. So my first business that I built and sold was a public adjusting firm inside, uh, outside of Philly. And I had it for five years. And I'm approaching three, I'm in right around my third year. And I just get this something in me, man, that I just want to move, move on, right? I'm ready to move on, but I had that old conditioning, right? Yeah. You didn't graduate high school. <laughs> you were, you're sitting in a jail cell at 19. You're not supposed to win. Suppose you got lucky. Suppose you can't do this again. Mm. So fast forward the clock. I'm married at the time. My wife says, let's take a, let's take a, and I'm going back and forth with this struggle, right? And it's really a fear barrier. And she said, look, let's just give yourself a break. I'm beating myself up over this. Let's take our long, a long uh, weekend up at my parents' place in Vermont. And blah, blah. Long story short, we get there Friday afternoon. I jump on my brother-in-law's bike, lose control, hit a boulder, broke everything on this side, punctured a lung, and um, intensive care for four days. Okay, When I get out, I had to go through some, some, you know, waiting for the, the ribs to heal and, and, and the lung to, to heal. And I, and I realized life checked me. Life said it could change in a matter of seconds. Yeah, right. You're not guaranteed tomorrow. And if you are, you might not be guaranteed who you are. I could have been paralyzed 
or dead. And I was a wake up call a year and a half within that year, the fifth year, I sold that company, started uh, my fire restoration company, and then since have never had that fear barrier again. Yeah, powerful. Wow. That is, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, it's great. I, I love to hear your stories. I love to hear the lessons that you've learned, but also it just makes you think a little bit about how important that is and, and how many people really do. There's a lot of those instances or situations that happen and, and they don't see the gift inside of those to help them continue through life. And uh, they just kind of let it pass by and it's a lost opportunity. And, and it really takes, you know, like you, you mentioned, some of it seemed to just be kind of natural, come to you for whatever reason. But there's, I know there was a time in my life where I would just, those things would come and go in my life and I wouldn't see them for what they truly were to help me to continue to move forward. But, uh, but it's a powerful place to be when you can continue to just extract those gifts from everything that's happening around you. And you know what? And here's, here's what I, I love to share from stage is this, and let's, we go a little bit deeper on what you just said, and I agree with you 100%. I have a, a, the other uh, keynote called The Power of Perception, and I'm going to ask everybody in this audience, including you, to answer this question. Have you, at this point, made it through the worst days of your life? Have you, at this point in your life, made it through the worst days of your life? Yeah, Obviously, yes. up until this because, point, yeah. Right, because you're <laughs> yeah. here, right? right? So number one, that's what we all have in common. Number yeah. two, is there ever a better feeling than being in the flow? If you look back, there's times where you're like, this feels so good. Yeah. The problem right. is so many people are conditioned to wait for that shoe to drop. But there's two things that we all have in common. We've all made it through our worst days up to this point. Yeah. And we've all had that feeling of being in the flow. Right. Yeah. And right. when you can, when you can identify being in that flow, figuring out for yourself how to get back there on a more consistent basis, now you're going to win. Right. Because you're winning in the now. Does that make sense? Yeah. Powerful. I want to respect your time. So we're going to, we'll start wrapping it up here, but one last question for the listeners. If there were one or two things you could give the listeners that if they were to implement those today in their life, it would help, help move them forward today. What would that be? Uh, number one, surround yourself with the right people. Right. And don't be yeah. afraid to audit your inner yeah. circle, your outer yeah. circle, and don't be afraid to fire. Right. And mm -hmm. hire. That's yeah. huge. And this, there's not even a second place, man. Identify your strengths. Identify your weaknesses. Enhance those weaknesses with the people and the systems so you can now triple down, quadruple down on your strengths. Because there's a big difference. And Nate, you know this. We get thrown up on every single day <laughs> on Instagram about hustle and grind. Yeah, right? right. All day long, hustle, grind, hustle, grind. Every other person has their own apparel, grind, hustle, <laughs> grind. But here's what people have to understand. There's a big difference between hustle and grind and inspired action. Hustle and grind, that flame will burn out. Yeah, Inspired right. action, that flame never dies. Next question, and here's the answer to that. Great. How do you get to inspired action? Simple. Reverse engineer it. 
enhance your weaknesses so you can triple down on your strengths. When you can get to the point where you're tripling down on your strengths, that's inspired action. Yeah. Yeah, that's powerful. I appreciate that. That's, uh, yeah, that's great. So uh, what, are, what are some ways that we can find out more about you and, and what you got going on in your life? Definitely, definitely. I uh, would love to anybody that's um, interested, take a look at it. The, the PIP uh, crew group on Facebook, we're growing, we're, we're expanding, we're getting the word out there, number one. And on my personal brand, I'm real easy to find. I'm on all the platforms, major platforms. Dave Daly, D-A-L-E-Y-M-M, like monstermotivator.com. And uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, you name it, we're there. And uh, yeah, we'd love the support for the pit crew. And uh, stay tuned, man. There's a lot coming up. Absolutely. And uh, so the book, is that, a, can we access that on your website, Amazon, yeah, or where is yeah, that? Amazon. Um, okay. I, I sh- let me show you real quick. Hold yeah. On. I just, um, uh, it's another important a message here, man, that you just brought up, and I, and I want to be able to share this real quick. So this book was written um, in 2016, and the original title was Knockout Fear in the First Round, right? But uh-huh. my message and my brand has evolved, yeah. right, to where I didn't identify with that as much, but the content is as powerful as I can share. So nothing changed on the inside, but the title did. So now yeah. it's my message and brand has evolved to fearless is bullshit, right? It's not about being fearless. It's about identifying that fear, having the courage to break through that fear, get yourself on the other side so you can come become courageous. And in this book, it's called, I want to teach you how to get your lunch money back from the biggest bully. That fear, right? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so um, yeah, you get Amazon, but it would be under knockout fear in the first round. Okay. Um, still haven't been able to figure out how to get Amazon to change it. But okay. yeah, man. Um, and um, when we jump off, I'd love to send you a copy. Absolutely. Yeah, I would love that. Well, I appreciate you being here. And uh, thank you so much. It's been awesome. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Let's go. Let's go. In 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say nature going home. I miss my life, miss my wife. For 15 months, he was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera, I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable. From my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years. And marriage has never been better than this And we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm going to be a leader I'm going to lead the way Cause I'm a firm believer We can do anything we want If I said it, then I meant it I probably already did it Consider it done Consider it done If you need some inspiration, you should play this Championship Leadership Podcast Hey, baby. Yeah.